0: welcome back to you gotta meet her podcast i'm christine barr and today we're talking with me because it is a recap of season two are you guys excited because i am I'm excited. I am so grateful for all the people that came on season two. So let's recap. We had so many different types of people that came on season two. And I was even questioned is is it right you know am am i having men come on too early are the subjects too intense but i think it's the right time i think this was the right time for all of us to be able to to talk and a lot of us are from different backgrounds and this was you know 2020 was the year of seeing how we're all different and we got to really see that between social media and just everything that was going on. And this whole podcast is about finding common ground. So how are you gonna find common ground with someone that you have never been able to cross paths with? On season two, we talked with someone that was a mother of four, has her master's degree, to men, to a mother that is having a son that is going through transition, to someone that has already transitioned. You know, we talked to so many different people and they all have the same thing in common. I'm here, I'm human, I'm going through shit just like you're going through shit. And just because they were all from different backgrounds didn't mean that we didn't find a lot of commonalities. Just like season one, we found out there were so many mothers out there that their children is what kept them alive, what kept them going, what made them want to do more for themselves. On season two, we found out that people aren't their stereotypes. What you think a transgender person should sound like, look like, and act like, or a mother of four with her master's degree taking care of herself, also an ethnic woman. Not part of the normal stereotype. It was amazing to see all those different things. And I want to highlight some of the things that really touched me. Number one, I think talking to the men was probably one of the biggest eye openers for me. I, Wow. It was so intense that these men are, one, willing to speak openly and freely about their lives and their past and where they come from. But it opened my eyes to remember that men need community. And a lot of the issues that we see with our husbands, our sons, our nephews, our fathers, our uncles, our men in our life in general, is that they don't necessarily have people that they can listen to, who they can go to, who they can speak with. And they're building their own communities, but it really stops once they hit the door of home. I truly believe that I want to put a challenge on men okay i know that this is about women but i think it's our duty to push our husbands and the men in our lives to go out and make fucking friends (laughs) like go you you need some friends boo like go get some fucking friends and i want you to talk about man stuff and i want you to like Build a community so that y'all can be uplifted. These men didn't have the role models all the time. It reminds me of Okim in his episode. He's Nigerian. He's married an American woman. They have beautiful children. They're working together. But at the end of the day, he is so connected to back home, right? He's, He's connected to home. And he's found ways that he can help his community while still being here. Yes, he's a preacher. Yes, he's a father. But he's still connected. And how grounding that is. It, it really shows you how well those communities do when they're able to stay connected. I also want to bring up how many times each woman that came on talked about friendship which also goes back to community (laughs) building your community seeing your community how is how is this working for you are you able to do all the things that you want to do is that something that is possible for you do you have women supporting you we all need that there's so many different things that happened that in the last year, right, between quarantine and just 2020 in a whole, so many things have happened and we have had to really, really shapeshift. You're going from one part of your life to another part of your life. Now you're suddenly a parent, a chef, a (laughs) a nanny, a teacher, a mother, a wife, whatever it is. You now hold different hats. Not only were you doing it before, but now you're doing it all in one hour. There wasn't a break. There wasn't a time for you to step away and say, hey, I just want to pee without being stared at by my two-year-old, right? (laughs) That was like the hardest part for me. It's like I used to be able to pee in peace when my kids were in school. It's, It's one of those things that we have to learn how to adapt. And I believe that we all try to as the best of our ability. One of the things that I asked the men... I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I was trying to be a bitch and they shut my shit down every fucking time. What is it like to be a father and you know, have a job and balance fa- you know your life? Like how, how is that? Like, is it hard for you? The reason why I asked this question is because women are always asked how do we balance being a mother and being a breadwinner or having a job? When was the last time you heard a man being asked that question? So, I asked it, and I got answers. (laughs) And from my understanding, every one of them said it's very difficult. And that made me feel good. Not that they were having difficulties balancing their life in that such of a way, but it was was nice that they didn't take it as an offense. They saw it as an opportunity to help and guide other men to open the doors for us women, or if you're in a same-sex relationship, your spouse, on how do men think, oh, so he does have anxiety about being a father or a husband and paying the bills? And each episode with the men, they all also talked about how children and wives have pulled them out of a hard situation. I am so grateful for them for coming on and explaining that to us. If you haven't been able to listen to those episodes, please go back. You will not be disappointed. They drop truths all through it. Uh, we start with Rick and we end with Okim and it's it's awesome. Let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about sexuality. Ooh we had a different kind of sexualities coming on and identifications of genders. I'm so grateful that one, we had a mother that came on that has a child that is transitioning and she, I, hmm, I don't even know how to say this. The breakdown was real. She expressed that she had to put boundaries up too, just as her son was putting up boundaries. I want to wear these clothes. And she's like, okay, Let's slow down. I understand that this is something you're going through. I understand that I want to support you through this. But I, I need this part to be slower. But we will get there. And the love that she showed through the whole episode for her son transitioning. And I mean, whew. we all think that we couldn't. And she's definitely showing us that it can be done. Rhiannon was one of my teachers for esthetician school. And the growth in love that she showed while in school, I can only imagine how her son feels today with knowing how she treated us and we were only her students. I also want to talk about Connie. If you haven't heard Connie's episode, please go back. She's our southern belle with a country accent. And she talks about her transition and how her parents did see it, didn't see it, her father passing away. The whole episode wasn't about her being transgender or don't hate transgenders because you're da da -da -da," or people telling her she's going to go to hell. It wasn't about that. It was still about her life. And transitioning was just a slither of that. Transition might be hard, for all of us to do, right? We we transition ourselves. It might not be as extreme as gender. It might not be as extreme as sexuality. We go through transitions all the time. So we can only give grace and understanding to those that choose to one, do it publicly, but, Two, do it well and with grace we talked with stephanie stephanie was a lesbian that came on i'm gonna be honest i did not know she was a lesbian before she came on she dropped it on me i think three minutes in i was like oh okay so then now i got all these lesbian questions i want to (laughs) ask No, I know. I got some good questions for you now, girl. I enjoyed Stephanie. She had me cracking up through the whole thing, and she was so sweet. But the biggest part of her podcast for me that I took away had nothing to do with her and her sexuality, had everything to do with her heart and how she was giving, she was loving, she was understanding. Common ground throughout. She ends up adopting a little boy. She's a foster mother. She tells us about the stories of having children come in and out of her house and how she had to deal with that. Attitudes, different personalities, and she slays it every time. Her question was If you were given a million dollars, what are the top three things that you would do? All three answers was never about her it was about somebody else and her understanding of where she needs to be in someone else's life she's kind and she's gracious and most of all she was open to speak with us and help us find common ground with her throughout all the episodes like i said we find understanding and common ground and people that want to put ourselves out there we saw all different kinds of ethnic backgrounds, like Alex. I never knew anybody Lebanese, but I've known Alex for like 15 years. Had no idea that he was Lebanese. But it's, it's great that he was able to say the difference between his wife being Lebanese and him being Lebanese. Two totally different things, but yet they come together, they have a beautiful little boy, and he explains his lifestyle together from friendships that you need to know, and work ethic. He's a manager at a country club, and he does amazing. But he was able to use his background along with his knowledge of people to do his job better. I can only imagine how some of these people have touched you, and I hope they have touched you as much as they have touched me and brought away at least one little nugget from each. There was more than just what I'm speaking about today, but these are my highlights for you. Please, please, please stop hating and just try to do a little bit more of understanding. When you find common ground with someone and you can just see everything, everything about them, instead of that one thing that you feel like sets you apart, trust me, you will walk away a better person. Thank you for listening to me today, and I hope that you also are looking for common ground all over with all different kinds of people. I'm already working on season three, and I am so excited. I hope that we can bring you a well-rounded, educational, but yet fun season three. I'm Christine Barr, and I will see you on the next season. Thank you, and have a great day. Bye.